listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's OBEHAVE with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rintin, Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Now, Westminster Kennel Club just crowned an adorable beagle named Miss P as best in show. She was deemed the best among about 150 plus breeds that strutted their stuff. But guess what, folks? Our special guest today is about to crown what I regard as top dog honors in the canine world. She has traveled all over the country visiting puppies, adults, and senior dogs in shelters with the quest to crown a rescue dog as best in shelter. And, of course, find loving homes for all these dogs. She has been dog's best friend forever. Hey, all animals for that matter. I want us all (laughs) to give pause and applause to NBC correspondent, author, and award-winning animal advocate, Jill Rappaport. Welcome to the show, Jill. Oh, my goodness. What an intro. Did my mother send that to you? Yeah, yeah. She baked me a pie, too. I thought that was pretty awesome. (laughs) I was going to say, that could have been written by anyone other than my mother. How perfect that was. No, I loved it. Thank you so much. Jill, I am your mother. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) This just in, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, take that, Star Wars. Anyway, Jill's here, folks, because she created a show, a special She created it, she produced it, and she's going to host it. It is called Best in Shelter with Jill Rappaport, and it airs Saturday, February 21st on NBC. I want you all to check your local listings for the time. Tune in. And she's going to raise the woof on shelter adoptions. <laughs> and oh, we're I gonna, love some of your terms. I should have used them in my show. That's you can very take cute, them. those phrases. You uh, know, it's too late. It's edited. It's okay. It's going to be for special number two. You're going to do it again. I love it. Okay. See, that I love it. Exactly. And that is the whole point. And I'm so glad you brought that up because, you know, to say it's the labor of four-legged love is such an understatement. This has been an idea of mine. Literally, I think it was 2010. I was doing my Bow to Wow segment on the Today Show. Right. And I remember watching Westminster and thinking, you know what? We have Westminster. We have the National Dog Show. Why are we not doing anything to honor our shelter animals? They deserve it just as much, if not more. And I thought, best in shelter, it is our time. And that's how the idea was born. And I did a version of it on the Today Show every year after Westminster. I would have my best in the hound group, best in the, you know, the, uh, the mixed group. You know, I had my own shelter version. So I had mixed and hound and, you know, I would, you know, go back and forth with all different cute categories. And then came up with the show idea. And the first people I reached out to were the executives at the ad agency for Subaru. And what sold them to be a sponsor was that I did say 50 years from now when we're all gone, wouldn't it be great to know, like, big three networks were one of the big three. National Dog Show, Westminster, and My Best in Shelter will live on forever. And it is time. It is time we honor them. It is time we shine a light on them because everyone who knows and has a rescue animal knows that they possess a heart 
heart and soul like no other animal. They know they've been saved, and they thank you every day, and you're the one that gets rescued. Amen, sister. And we're going to find out more about this. And she's got a couple cuties hanging around the mic going, hey, hey, let me on, let me on. But we got to pay for the show, (laughs) so we're going to take a commercial break. We'll be right back. So you guys know the drill. Let's sit and stay. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All behave. We'll be right back. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I'm doing the Snoopy dance because I'm delighted to have on our show the one and only Jill Rappaport. Now, Jill, jogging your memory, we met a couple years ago. You were keynote speaker at the Helen Woodward Animal Center with Mike Arms. I was there. I had a cat, a little white with gray on her. Yes, her name was Zeke. Yes. And she and was you the know one. Helen Woodward is featured yes. in the show. Yes, I know. That's awesome. Anyway, Zeke was uh, also a rescue who someone had skinned her back with a hunting knife. And she oh. ended up becoming the first pet first aid safety cat. I'm a master in pet first aid. So she and I have traveled all over the country. And she teams up with dogs, and we do hands-on pet first aid. And when she posed for a photo with you, she knew you were all right because she instantly released her purr machine. Uh, her white fur, I think, is still on your dark outfit that you were wearing, but I don't think that bothered you. <laughs> and I treasure that. It will never get a lint brush, <laughs> I promise you. All right. Well, that's good. So let's get going. I mean, you've done a lot for animals, horses, dogs, cats. You know, people know you. You've written great books. I love your book that you wrote about your beloved Jack, you know, Jack and Jill, and the whole aspect of bone cancer and dogs. But this is a big one. You're hitting a big target here with shelter animals. I have four rescues, two dogs, two cats. I love the corgi. That's my heart dog as a purebred. But bring on the mutt. So tell us about how you got this going. And, you know, you had to do some convincing to people. But the show is airing, folks, on Saturday. It's called Best in Shelter with Jill Rappaport on NBC February 21st. Tune in. Take it away. I'm giving you the mic. (laughs) Well, Arden, first of all, my kudos and congrats to you for also being such a wonderful animal advocate and also a great voice for the voiceless. You know, without us, they can't survive, and often they don't because there's not enough of us out there. Did my mom from heaven contact you? (laughs) (laughs) No, but uh, I'm I'm serious. I mean, you're doing your part, and again, I have five rescues, as I always like to say, and people go, five dogs? I say, yes. More than a sane person, less than a hoarder. But, you know, I really feel that, like, this is my life's calling. As I've said, once I switched from entertainment reporter to animal advocate, 
literally, that was when my job became my oxygen. This has been my life ever since I could walk and talk. I always rescued. I always saved animals. People looked at me like, you're bringing home what? What are you doing when I was a child? And you know, the joy when I interviewed Betty White, I got the wonderful, legendary Betty White in the special, and she was the first. And I said to her, you were a voice for the voiceless long before it was hip and chic. And she said, yeah, people thought I was nuts. And so she said, and I wouldn't have it any other way. You'll see that in the special with her big, beautiful smile. This is a cause that has always been near and dear to my heart. And what I wanted to do with the show, Shelter, Rescue, It's My Life, but I took it a step further, Arden, and I wanted to focus on the underdogs of the shelter world. The seniors, the pit bulls, bully breeds, black dogs, special needs animals, and mutts. Yeah, every dog featured in our show. Uh, These are the animals that have the most difficult time getting out. And I'm so proud to say, yes, Best in Shelter, we had a a title winner in the sizzling senior category. We had a title winner in the mutts and tripod (laughs) category. And we had a title winner in the pits putting on the wrist. But the win, the title is the cherry. The Sunday is the home. And every single dog in our show got a forever home. So that's why this show is such a feel-good, important message. Because the Best in Shelter, it's just the fun way, the cute way to bring attention to the plight. But the plight is giving them homes, which we did. And my dream and goal is that this show can be a staple. I would like it more to be than just an annual, because it's, it's really not about the contest. It had nothing to do with the contest. No, I and understand. our criteria was right. the lickability factor. <laughs> you, know, it's, 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 you know, and we were judging, as I say in the piece, on affection over perfection. To me, shelter animals, they know they've been saved. And I, I get so upset, as I'm sure you do, Arden, when people still, so many people still look at them as second-class citizens, second-class animals, damaged goods. Well, let me tell you, as the pet parent to five rescues, and I do have two that are purebreds that looked like they could win Westminster. Hey, <laughs> one was dumped at six years old. One was left on a highway. Wow. And let me tell you, we don't know their situations. We don't know. You don't know where some of these dogs come. An owner could pass away. They could lose their home. Right. We don't know. People have to get into the shelters and open up their hearts and homes. There are gems. There are diamonds in the rough. There are amazing animals waiting there for you. And we've got to get people over the stigma that there's something wrong with them if they're a shelter animal. Well, I see on your Facebook page, you've got a picture of a couple folks people know. We're talking about, of course, Betty White, as you mentioned. And she's been on the show, and I've seen her. And I told her, you know, Betty, don't worry about being 93. Just tell everybody in dog years you're 16. And she's like, oh, yeah. So she's going to get even more gigs now. So she's going to be like, I'm a 16-year-old actress. I mean, when you you consider our first three, Betty White, Doris Day, and Bob Barker, I mean, they were the originals. You know, I remember as a young child, and, and Betty was always preaching and speaking for the animals. And I thought, how great, how amazing. And I have to tell you, as the entertainment reporter on the Today Show for 16 years before I became animal advocate and doing entertainment for 10 years before, I have interviewed every celebrity there is. I've had breakfast at Tiffany's with Audrey Hepburn. I've been on horses with (laughs) Robert Redford and hanging out with Paul Newman and had dinner with Frank Sinatra. And I'm always telling you that because it was the most incredible job in the world, but it was a job. This is my joy. And the one thing I love so much about the celebrities that I'm working with now 
I always was able to do the best interviews when I was entertainment reporter because my icebreaker was animals. So I remember oh, Russell Crowe. I was interviewing him for A Beautiful Mind. And, you know, Russell is, you know, not a very <laughs> outgoing with just complete strangers. And he came in the room, and I think my crew was a little intimidated by him because he's Russell Crowe. And well, they were trying to duck finish. because he might throw a phone at him. Come on, back in the well, day. Well, yeah, he was actually he was quite pleasant that day. But, but my point is that, you know, he came in and you're not going to chit-chat up Russell. And I sat down. I'd never met him. And I said, how's Honey? And he looked at me and he said, how do you know about Honey? And Honey was his horse he had in Australia. And I'll tell you, the whole interview took his whole facial expression changed. The interview then went into a direction of, just a warmth and a kind of a camaraderie. And I found that animals have always been my icebreakers with celebrities that love them the way I do. And as I tell everybody now, my only desire to be on television is to spread the message of animal welfare. That is the only reason I love being on TV to get the message out. Because when you go to these fundraisers, when you go to animal events, you're preaching to the choir. But if I can get on national television and I can convert people that don't understand how wonderful shelter animals are or don't know, oh my goodness, that dog she got is from the shelter, then I'm doing my job. That's why the media is so important. We have to educate people and tell people that these wonderful animals are waiting in cages with wagging tails, you know? Oh, yeah. Chipper, my big husky golden retriever, was a two-time shelter reject, and she's a therapy dog, and she also teaches pet first aid with me, and she's letting strangers poke her in the mouth to check her capillary refill and her pulse and all. But, you know, it it was a gem in the rough, as you call it, or woof. But I think you're right. I think you're touching on something. And I also think in this day and age where everybody's, you know, always go, go, go and not even living in the now, our pets let us live in the me now or the bow now. I do think that there's some things that they're doing for us. If we just stop and study and watch, we are going to have healthier lives. Don't you agree? Oh, my goodness. Well, listen, as I said, I am the pet parent to five, and they are my life. And I feel I'm never alone. I'm never lonely. I'm always content knowing my dogs are around. And when they're not with me, I do feel like a part of me is missing. You know, again, for me also, I want, it's so important for, like, I have a 120-pound bulldog. Uh, and people look at him and they're terrified. And I have to tell you, he was, I got him in Animal Care and Control, 110th Street, you know, near Harlem in New York. Right. He was left tied to a tree, ended up there, was never making it out. And he is my sweetest mush, my Peavy. He's been on the Today Show with me. He is an angel. And my other problem I have is that when people see him, they're terrified. We have to get people ardent over the fear of the bully breeds because that's what's lying in the majority of shelters across the country. Yes, there have been instances and the media does play it up. But I have to tell you, if people would just start judging animals as individuals and not as a breed type that might, may have been maligned or misunderstood, which we know the bully breeds are, then we would be getting them out of the shelters. So many of these wonderful animals don't have a shot because of the preconceived notions about them, which is completely unfair. You have to judge them individually the way you would people. And that is a big problem for me, black dog syndrome. Just because these beautiful animals don't photograph well, they are also (laughs) getting euthanized. You have black lab puppies. I sing that down south. Emmy Lou Harris, who's in the show, she wrote a song, Big Black Dog. Uh, Nice. She picked her up the flight and had her her own big black dog that she loved. She just lost her. And she's featured in the show singing the song. And I have to tell you, the seniors, 
Betty White just said, the senior dogs are so wonderful and so grateful. They could have a seven years old, okay? Nobody, you walk into a shelter, you can even get people into a shelter, you're doing your job. But once you get them in there, you think that most people are going to gravitate towards a seven, eight, nine, ten-year-old dog? No way. And what they don't understand is they could have seven, eight, nine more wonderful years. They've been there, done that. They're couch potatoes. They're wonderful. They're so grateful. Seniors make the best pets in the world. And people, it kind of is ironic because you see a lot of senior people, and I've heard these stories where they go in and they want to have a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know what? Senior and senior, you're great together, and they can grow old together and live That's out right. a beautiful life together. So what well, this that- show does is shine a light on these underdogs and really make you think twice. If you do get into a shelter, please consider the ones that have a harder time. Well, I think we're getting some ageless advice from Jill Rappaport, and we're going to talk more about the upcoming special she is making on NBC called Best in Shelter with Jill Rappaport. But right, we're going to take right. a quick commercial break. So everybody sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Calling all pet product manufacturers and pet experts. Let the public relations and marketing professionals at Whitegate PR get you featured in the news. I'm Dana Humphrey at Whitegate PR, and we have been specializing in pet product PR for over 10 years and can get your brand featured in the media from TV to radio to print to blogs. You can find out more at www.whitegatepr.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Betty White, and I'm inviting you to tune in to the O Behave Show with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to O Behave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I am delighted that we have Jill Rappaport and two of her dogs, Ruby, Ruby is and not Stanley. Barking. And Stanley, yes, two of my five are in the city with me, Arden. Okay. I live on a farm on Long Island. I think Island, it's called Last Buck Ranch, isn't it? Last the Buck Last Ranch. Buck Ranch, yep. <laughs> uh, this week I'm in the city because I'm promoting and finishing my show. I literally was in the edit room for every frame that you will see on the air. Good. But my dogs are not used to people walking in the hall. We live on a farm, so they're used to hearing a whinnying of a horse, not people's footsteps. <laughs> So excuse Ruby in the background, her nonstop bark, although I think it's quite enjoyable. Hey, it's Backup Harmony. Give us a little 411 on Stanley and Ruby. What's their bio? Well, what's interesting about them, Ruby, I was out in Los Angeles for one day, Arden. I was receiving, (laughs) I'm so lucky to say, my third Genesis Award. And um, if for uh, your listeners that may not be aware of the Genesis Awards, it's the Oscars of the animal world. And I cannot believe I was lucky enough to receive three. So I was in L.A. to receive that award for some pieces I did for Nightly News, NBC Nightly News. And I uh, have a friend who said, oh, there's a dog I was told about at Los Angeles Care and Control. you got to come look at this dog with me. And I said, I only have like six free hours. He said, you have to come. I need your opinion. And, you know, hey, anybody that's going to rescue or save, I'll support that. So I said, all right. But meanwhile, I know myself. It's like a crack addict going to a coke den. 
<laughs> every time, you know, I, I said every time I go to a shelter, I usually come home with something. So we walk in there. Oh, my goodness. There's three alleyways. There's one where the dogs are so sick, you know what's going to happen to them. There's another alleyway where they're unpredictable behavior and eyes aren't looking so good. And then the middle one of the question marks. We go to look at the first alleyway, the dog he was interested in, and he wasn't moving. And he was really sick. And he said, oh, my God, he's so mellow. I said, no, he's so sick. So, of course, we took him because I wasn't going to let him suffer there. And we took him to the vet. He only lived two days. Uh, he was that sick. Yeah. But gee, well, you know, they, they get sick there, get kennel cough and pneumonia. And you know what happens. They, they can right. circulate around. And it's like, a, you've got to get them out. Once they get in those city-run shelters, you know, there's just so many animals and they're sick. And it just spreads around like wildfire. The second dog, little dachshund, begging, begging, crying. I took her out. And she, I mean, there was something about this dog. She was like, don't leave me here. Don't leave me here. It was an owner surrender at five and a half years old. Now, if they're oh, saying geez. five and a half, chances are she's probably seven. Yeah. I thought, okay, you're coming with me. And then the dog that didn't make it, he had a brother that we tracked down because it, it, they separated these two brothers. It was the saddest story in the world, Arden. We found the brother, mainline animal rescue, got him transported back. From California, and that's the dog that I got for Brian Fumble, and he's in the show. Nice. So that day, we were able to take out three animals, one indirectly, one didn't make it, and my Ruby. But what a magical day that was, because Ruby has gone everywhere with me, all around the country. We even have a dog bed. There's a line of dog beds named after her called the Ruby Roadie. She <laughs> goes everywhere with me. And she is, they say, you know, when I walk in everywhere with her, and they say, she's a service dog. I say, well, no, not technically, but she does provide a service. She's a face for rescue. Now, I know that's not a service dog in the classic sense, but she is providing a message of service, meaning I educate people with her. Right. And I never use her as a service dog, and I don't ask for special favors, but my point is that she is providing a service because I cannot tell you how many people, if I had a dollar for everybody said, no way is that dog from a shelter. And I don't even know how many animals she might have saved because maybe she was the impetus to get those people into a shelter to find one. She's a miniature red dachshund. She can is the cutest thing you've ever seen in your life. She can be tough as nails, as some dachshunds you know can be. Right. But I have to tell you, I take her everywhere. She slays everybody. She's so adorable. She is, you know, in the picture, I have a picture of her yawning with Betty White. I said, do you realize who you're standing with? She was completely bored with Betty. Betty understood and respected it. And, uh, no, she's hysterical. So Ruby goes everywhere. Stanley is my incredible standard poodle that came. He's the size of a horse, and he came from Little Dog Rescue. Of course. In, in Florida. So I said, hmm, little irony here. Did you go to the um, Global Expo, Pet Expo every year? I'm not going to be able to go this year because I'm actually going to be speaking at an event. Can you believe that uh, I'm speaking at a pet event that is on the opposite end of the country at the same time as global? But if it was, and I would definitely come up and say, come back on 2016. I'll be there. I'll see uh, Stanley oh my God. Well, there. let me tell you, I met Stanley there and said I have to take him. You know, mm -hmm. again, he's a purebred. He is so gorgeous. But believe it or not, because he's so big, there wasn't any great rush to get him either. And, um, you know, it's just it's so amazing to me. And he sits on these television shows. He was on Meredith with me yesterday. Your right. listeners can tune in on Friday. Okay. He did extra. He sits there like a little person in a chair, like, I'm on TV, aren't I beautiful? And then I have <laughs> people at home. I told you my bulldog, my right. coon hound is a muck. And uh, we have a Havanese. So oh, I have nice. five all different types 
dogs, but I'm telling you, every single one, they, they have a special aura because they came from very unique situations, some very tragic, and they ended up, as I say, in the, they hit the doggy lotto because oh, yeah. any dog is cages to castles, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And when you go to Global in a couple of weeks, I hope you pop over to the Pet Life Radio booth and meet our producer, Mark Winner. He's got a Havanese named Nikki, also a rescue, and uh, it'd be great for you to meet the man. that He's kind of like the Wizard of Oz of the Pet Life Radio Network. We have like six million listeners, and uh, he's the dude that quietly has really raised awareness for pets in all different ways. So I hope Bring Stanley over and meet Mark Winter. He's kind of shy, but he's a nice guy. So he's not even talking right now. Oh, that would be great. I would yeah. love that. Thank so you let's, so much. Let's get a little bit more about the show because we've mentioned Betty White. We talked about Emmy Lou Harris and Brian Gumble, of course. But uh, Brian and Hillary Gumble, his wife oh. is, you know, a oh, yeah, board member for UNICEF, best-selling author, beautiful, and they love their, their dog, I mean, Spencer. Oh, my goodness. They now have Spencer and Archie, and they just, Brian Thumble, he had the greatest line. When he, he said, said uh, you know, they're Upper West Siders, and that when people come up to him and say, oh, where's your dog? What's your dog? And he says, he's a rescue. He said, you know, Jill, it's like a badge of honor to say he's Good. a rescue. Excellent. So I like him. that was an invest in the show, and Lindsay Vaughn's story is amazing. She rescued Yeah, I was just going to ask last. you about her. Yeah, talk about Lindsay, because um, I saw on your Facebook page, you know, you had a picture of her and, and Betty White, your last posting, but talk about her connection yeah, with I, I know I'm bad. I'm, I'm horrible on social media. i got to update my own site. I've been working so hard on the special, I, I've neglected to do that, which is terrible. But, no, I'll tell you, Lindsay was amazing. She was in between, you know, just about to be named. Being a female in skiing history, you know, she just achieved the, the greatest honor of all time for female skiers. And she was in the middle of those meets and those events while I grabbed her and veiled. She set up an interview with me and I was like, oh my goodness, I'm so thrilled. In between her training and those, you know, events, she sat down with me with her 120-pound rescue Leo, who's a mutt. And she basically said, you know, he gave her confidence and she picked him out. He was the second to last dog in the shelter. And he had been thrown off a truck and had six pins in his leg. And you know, he had the same like bad leg she has. So there oh, was wow. an immediate connection and they're best friends. And uh, she said that, you know, you get a rescue dog, you have a friend for life. So it's just a wonderful, wonderful story. And she's, an amazing person and really is becoming a great voice for rescues. I think she just got a second one, believe it or not. And everything about her is, I'm so proud to say that every person in this special is so genuine, is so authentic. They truly love animals from the deepest part of their souls. This isn't just flavor of the month or cause of the month. These celebrities that I have featured, they have been living this life and speak out on animals for their whole lives. So, you know, and Lindsay's, you know, newer to it by getting a rescue, but now she's completely hooked. And what about Bernadette Peters, who has oh, always she's been, been doing it for years, pickles, yeah. the bully breed. Yep. Yeah, and does Broadway Bark. She was unbelievable. She met us at the ASPCA. She had just rescued another pit bull, a bully breed named Rosalie, after losing her beloved Stella. And she brought her two dogs with her. And we talked about the plight of pit bulls and how she said you have to judge them not only individually, but despite going through hell, they can still come out and feel love, which shows you how wonderful they are. And she said it's all how they're raised. And even if they haven't had a great beginning, and I'm paraphrasing, she says they can still come out and feel love. And the, the third section 
our pits putting on the Ritz, what an emotional section of the show that is. Because oh, Matt Schachter, the head mm-hmm. of the ASPCA, you know who Matt is, right? Right, right. He was unbelievable. I said to him, what do you say to people who are afraid of the bully breeds, afraid of pit bulls? He said, when people come up to me and they say that this breed, I'm paraphrasing, should be made illegal or they should be eradicated, I ask them if they've ever met one. And chances are they haven't. And the point, point. being that you have to meet these dogs. You have to spend time with them to understand how wonderful they can be. And you also acknowledge the fact that it's one of the biggest challenges facing animal welfare today is how to get the bully breeds into these adoptive loving homes. And he said that the ASPCA makes a real point to judge every dog as an individual. And that's what we need to educate the public on. Well, you know, Jill, San Diego Humane Society, Dr. Gary is the shelter director, and he's got a pit bull named Betty Crocker, which I think is a great name for a dog. And every year I've judged the unbelievable pit bull beauty contest. I think we need some pit bull beauty contest. Put some little pink polish on those nails. But I think people don't realize that they were nanny dogs. And I say when they smile, they got meaty cheeks. They got the, I say, paws down, pits have the best grin of any dog. Because it's oh a my God. full they, they grin. smile. Look yeah. at my PD on my Facebook. He smiles. Okay. <laughs> Big smile, like from, from ear to ear. But, you know, again, I'm, that's what I'm the most proud about. You know, the show, it's, and believe me, you know, I, I'm television savvy. I've been doing this for a million years. I know that you can never just feature a dark tunnel without having the bright light at the end. This is very entertaining, the show. As educational and as heartfelt as it is, it's completely entertaining. We have wonderful, fun moments. We have a whole section in the seniors with Betty. We picked four girls, and we named them the Golden Girls. So when she opens the door, they're all sitting there waiting to meet her, and they're named after every character from the Golden Girls. It's Perfect. And her reaction is priceless. I said, Betty, meet the new cast, the new four-legged cast of the Golden Girls. There's really touching, entertaining moments that your listeners will love. It, it, it's got something for everyone. Even if you're not an animal lover, and heaven forbid you're not, I think you'll love this show. It appeals to everyone on so many levels. And the ending, I defy you not to be pulling out the Kleenex. But well, I'm going to be pulling out the Kleenex tears. and healthy treats for Chipper Cleo Murphy and Casey because we're all tuning in. And my sister has three rescues, Jeannie, Maddie, and Gracie. And I think we're all going to get together, the Magnificent Seven, and we're going to tune in. I want you all to tune in to Best in Shelter with Jill Rappaport. It's going to be on NBC Saturday February 21st, check your local listings. This has been more than a labor of love. This is her passion. And you've been on my radar for a while. I've had Betty White on the show, but I'm waiting for you, Jill. So I'm really glad oh I can have Arden, you on I the show. I am so honored. I am so honored to be on with you. And again, kudos to you for your wonderful work. And thank you from the bottom of my heart for spreading this message. Without us, we can't get them out, right? That's correct. And uh, we're going to wrap up the show again, everybody. Check out the special, Best in Shelter with Jill Rappaport. It's on NBC Saturday, February 21st, and go to her Facebook because she's going to keep you in touch with what's going on so you can participate in some of the cool events that she does all over the country. And as I mentioned, I gave a little shout out earlier to Mark Winter, our producer, the quietly creative genius of Pet Life Radio Network. I guess I just got a raise, Jill. What do you think? Ah. <laughs> hey, listen, you, you got to plug where you got to plug. I get it. Oh. Good for you. And I will go over there and I'll make sure my dog stuck up to him. Don't you worry. Oh, cool. He is the Wizard of Paws. He just told me to say that. Isn't that hilarious? Oh, I love it. That's great. <laughs> the Wizard of Paws. Well, 
you tell him that I love what he's created here and the power of this whole network. I mean, unbelievable what you guys are doing, and I hope you'll have me on again. And i got to send you some of my leashes and toys, all the benefit animal welfare. You'll well, love Well, and I, I just wrote my 26 pet books, so You're unbelievable. Stuff. I feel like such a novice compared to you, are. No, I, I just have really... You, the interview. you can do no, it behind I was the so mic. I, I, I heard sharp- it was you. Oh, come on. Yeah, there's No, I'm anyway. not kidding. You are so <laughs> beloved and revered. I, I don't need to suck up to you. I already did my interview. Trust Woo. me. You oh, are awesome. amazing. And you have done such incredible work. And your devotion and your passion and what you've done is truly legendary. So, again, I'm telling you, I'm really thrilled to be on with you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. You had me at Bark and Meow. Seriously. I, <laughs> I'm fan too. Hey, everybody. That's it for today. I love this lady. She's awesome. She's possum. And until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's all behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>